Today, we've got someone back on the show who's going to talk about what helped him scale up to over a million dollars of sales on Amazon, including some ninja product research tactics I hadn't heard of before, plus how he got 200,000 followers on TikTok. How cool is that? Pretty cool, I think. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Serious Sellers Podcast by Helium 10. I am your host, Bradley Sutton, and this is the show. That's a completely BS-free, unscripted, and unrehearsed organic conversation about serious strategies for serious sellers of any level in the Amazon world. And for the first time since 2019, we've got a guest back here on the show. Trevin, how's it going? I'm doing awesome. I appreciate, and it's always an honor to be on these episodes. I absolutely love them, and I'm a loyal listener, so I appreciate uh, the opportunity to be here. Awesome, awesome. Thanks for coming back. If you guys want to get a lot of Trevin's backstory, we don't like to you know, re-go through everything because we want to get to the the new stuff, but uh, guys, go, go to helium10.com forward slash podcast and then type in either Trevin or episode 89, and that was the episode he was in. And And speaking of that, just to bring people up to, you know, just in case, you know, I don't want people like cutting out here because they, they, they want to go back to that other episode. Real briefly, I remember, you know, like in 2018, you had said, you know, you, you were already like a six-figure seller to about $300,000 and then you were on pace in 2019 to hit almost a million. Now, I, I have a sneaking suspicion that you vastly surpassed that in 2020. Would that be a correct assessment? Yes. And I mean, I guess you could say vastly surpassed it. So in uh, 2019, I did literally almost to the dollars, like to the T a million dollars. And in 2020, I did $1.2 million between both of my Amazon accounts. So I did increase my sales by $200,000 in 2020. So so you increased it the amount you increase is pretty much like almost like your entire 2018 sale. So that's a pretty significant increase. There. That's that's really, really cool. Now, uh, I, I think uh, uh, the feedback I got from the last episode, a lot of people really loved how how big of a, of a, of a loser you were, kind of like, not, not really a loser, but you, you, you <laughs> had so many failures. Loser, but I'll, I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> you had so many failures, but you did not give up. So guys, you know, uh, go back to that episode, listen to uh, a lot of his failed products he had, but but look what happens when you stick to it. You know, like don't give up just because your product doesn't work out that way. If Trevor would have done that, you know, he wouldn't have made or grossed over $2 million in the last couple of years. Now, before we get into the Amazon strategy and what helped you increase the sales and and scale up to to where you are now, let's talk about just something else. You know, the last time we we talked about how you were really growing your, your YouTube community, but if I'm not mistaken, I've only seen like glimpses of this. I've never actually seen your your channel or anything, but TikTok is where you really grew in social media last year, right? That is 100% correct. And it's absolutely exploded my business on the side of social media and coaching and that side of the business. I started TikTok in 2019. I'm pretty sure literally one of my first videos posted was uh, the week of me doing the Helium 10 podcast back in 2019. I went, I I kind of went off and on. I was consistent for like three months at the beginning and I grew it pretty quick, but then I got distracted uh, with the pandemic thing. I didn't really dedicate much time to it. And just uh, back in November, 2020, 
I decided to rededicate my time. So it's only been like two, three months and I've grown to almost 200,000 followers in a span of two months. And so That's it's crazy. really exploded and it's been super fun. Uh, make stupid videos. Some are super educational. Some are just absolutely worthless. But that's just kind of the fun, uh, the fun part of the platform. I don't have to be um, super professional. I can just be who I am. And, and that's me just having fun and, and talking about random things that I enjoy. So, I mean, what, what's your strategy? I mean, did, did one thing just go viral and that's how you were able to get a lot of followers or, or did it just grow gradually? And if so, like what kind of content were you doing that allowed you to scale uh, up that much in just a short amount of time? So the first, uh, when I first started posting, what caught people's attention was my Tesla. I, I have a Tesla and it's my baby and I loved making videos about it. And it was kind of the trend to show what your Tesla did. So I showed it in autopilot. I showed it uh, how it can drive itself with the summon feature. I showed just random different features like that. And I grew a decent following with that. I grew like 20 to 30,000 followers talking about Good that. Grief. And I have a I, Tesla and I never thought about that. Shoot. I have like 10 <laughs> followers on TikTok. Yeah. Oh you goodness. didn't post a picture of your Tesla doing something stupid and people are like, oh, that's so cool. I want to follow you. So that's how I started. And then from there, I was like, why not implement a little bit of Amazon? Because that's how I was able to purchase my Tesla. And so I, ta mm -hmm. I started talking about my business and that's when I just got a ton, a ton of traction and people were super interested, not just because of the Tesla, but also how I was able to purchase it. And so I started making tutorials. And as you know, with TikTok, you only have 60 seconds. And so these tutorials, you're trying to grab their attention as quick as possible. And you have like five, 10 seconds to grab their attention. And then you can talk about uh, a little uh, hack with Amazon for the other 30 seconds. And so that's what I started doing. And that's when I started to see the massive growth. And ever since then, I've just kind of, when I have a cool idea, I am like, hey, I'm going to put this on TikTok. And sometimes it goes well, and other times it doesn't. And that's just kind of the name of the game of the platform with TikTok. Okay. So, I mean, obviously with you, you know, you started it on, on a more personal basis and then also to help with with like uh you know uh your status as as an influencer i guess you know in the amazon world just like uh -huh. you did on on youtube but like now that you know what you know about tiktok like could do you think that brands or like private label uh sellers would be able to to start something that could actually help their their amazon business like have you known anybody to do it on that side or, or if if not just what would your strategy be for that so honestly, I had an aha moment back, uh, it was probably May of 2020 and TikTok was just exploding. And all of a sudden my sales on my Amazon account started exploding. And I'm like, what is going on? Like, I, why are my sales just through the roof? And I kid you not, my, uh, my wife's little sister sent me a video and was like, hey, is this your Amazon product? And I was like, uh, yeah. And that video had over like a million views. And just from that video, it just blew up my account. And I'm like, wow. what in the world just happened? And so that's when I was like, man, I need to dedicate more time, not just inside my personal brand, but also with my Amazon products. And so that's when um, I, I've been talking with my students about this uh, strategy where you can find products that way, you can launch products that way. And it's been a great way for brands, not just personal brands, but actual product brands to get exposure from TikTok just with the virality of, of the platform. 
Interesting. Okay, so did did you ever create uh, a, a TikTok that's just for your brand? I didn't. I, I I probably should, and it would be it would be smart too. It's just takes it just takes a lot of time, and I'm involved in so many different businesses. And I yeah. actually started uh, a sunglass company with my brother in law, and we actually have a TikTok account for that brand. And I'm not dedicating a ton of time to it, but it has helped us generate some sales. And that's kind of where we're leaning towards with this brand in 2021. We're trying to focus on TikTok. So maybe next year in the next couple of years, if we uh, have another episode, maybe I'll have a better case study okay. uh, with my own personal brand growing TikTok for it. So, so then do you think, I mean, what do you think would work better? Would it work better to do that? You know, like creating your own, uh, you know, brand related TikTok or is it more of just finding the right influencer, like that person who just did it on their own? You know, obviously you didn't pay them because you didn't even know what happened uh-huh. uh, when that one thing went viral. Or is it just finding, you know, not having your own TikTok, but just trying to find people who already have established followings and get them to make a funny video about your product or something? So you could do it both ways. Uh, I mean, it's easy to find an influencer, pay them a couple hundred bucks to make a TikTok video. Um, the only thing is you don't know. I mean, it's not a guarantee that it's going to go viral. And so you could be spending a couple hundred bucks and it may not do anything. And I actually had that happen just a few weeks ago. I paid, it was $200. The TikTok video got like 50,000 views, but I didn't really see huge, massive increase in sales. And so a thought process would be is if you have time on your hands, why not go create your own TikTok account? And you've probably seen them where they're like, my favorite Amazon finds part two, and then they go to like part 525. And you could do a similar TikTok account to that and just promote your own products. So it's not necessarily a brand. It's it's not your TikTok brand, but you're you're kind of the face on there. But little do they know that you're only promoting your own products. And then if uh, opportunity comes, you could also have another second stream of income of brands reaching out to you to then post about their products. So that's kind of the way that I would go about it unless you you have just a massive brand and you can make really cool, engaging content with it. If you have a product like that, then I would consider dedicating just 100% of, uh, of the TikTok to the brand. But if not, then maybe do it the other route of the Amazon finds part two and all the way up to 500 or whatever. Okay. Excellent. Excellent. Now you mentioned just something briefly there. Like you've even have a strategy for product research that starts on TikTok. Yes. So if you want me to dive into it, I can talk a little bit about sure. it. I mean, that's completely, I have no idea what about, <laughs> I, 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 I'm, I'm pretty much a, a savvy individual when it comes to product research. I love trying to find unique things, but like, and I definitely know about TikTok, but then I've never actually said the word TikTok and product research in the same, uh, in the same sentence. So I'm very curious what you have for us. <laughs> so if you go to TikTok and you just go type in like hashtag Amazon finds, There are 5 million different videos of influencers doing my favorite Amazon product part two or part four. And you can just scroll through those and you'll be surprised that some of the products that they're sharing have product opportunity on Amazon. So you're basically getting ideas from these influencers that they're finding these random products for you. And then what you can do is once you see something that catches your attention, you're like, hey, I'm going to go research that a little bit on Amazon and then obviously do the verification process with the Helium 10 software and whatnot. But that's how you can generate and come up with different ideas that you wouldn't have originally thought of is just by searching hashtag Amazon finds. Pretty cool. That's like something I had never even thought about. I'll have to definitely get in, get into that. 
What about other social media? Like has has there been anything else that you've leveraged social media in your personal or, or Amazon business, you know, be it influencer marketing or or Instagram or, or Facebook ads or Google or something new that that worked for you in 2020? Actually, I, I did, and I, and I hate to share this with people, but you know, I'm going to try to bring as much value as humanly possible. There are uh, Amazon uh, accounts on Instagram that just post about Amazon products, and they have massive followings, and you can reach out to these brands on Instagram, and you can pay between $100 to $1,000 depending on the post. And I actually did uh, a total of six of these posts with between different Instagram accounts. And my best day of 2020, I did over $20,000 and it was from one of these influencer posts. Wow. wow and it just absolutely cool. blew up. And I was like, man, I paid no joke, $250 and it led to over $20,000 in sales. How, how did you find that person? It's the same thing. Go to Instagram, type in hashtag Amazon Prime, hashtag Amazon products, and you can find different Instagram uh, accounts that are posting about products. You can reach out to them. There's some accounts that are 100% dedicated to just Amazon products. There's bloggers, for example, that uh, maybe your product fits the particular brand. Like if you're selling some sort of makeup item, there's tons of uh, makeup accounts or bloggers that are talking about makeup every single day. And so you reach out to them and you try to work out a deal to uh, see what you can pay them in order to post uh, on their story. And that's what's crazy is this particular account, it was a back-to-back story post and that was it. It wasn't even posting on their feed. It was a simple swipe up of, hey, check out this product, swipe up if you're interested. So it's definitely good to make sure they have at least 10,000 followers, right? Because yeah, exactly. it's the... The 10,000 followers means that you can do that swipe up, right? Yep. Uh, and okay. and I mean, it, that if they're going to do a, a feed post, I, I mean, it's not as important, but the reality is it's, it's more steps for uh, the consumer. I mean, if they're doing a feed post and they see a cool yeah. product, they then have to click on their profile and then they have to go click on the link and then it leads yeah. into this and it's just more steps and a story post they can literally just swipe up, takes them to Amazon and boom, they purchase. So it's just uh, less steps. So a story post um, I've seen be a little bit more uh, beneficial. Now, now, do you think they're Amazon affiliates too? Because I mean, that seems like awfully generous to, yep. to be able to, okay, I was about to say, cause I was like, how in the world uh, I'd be wanting to do, uh, to get more money than just 200 bucks, but but they're getting money from you. Plus they're getting money on the back end from from Amazon then. Exactly. And, and that's the only downside. It would be cool to be able to, for example, throw a Helium 10 Gems link in there. Yeah. So when they're swiping up a branded URL, yep, yep. If, mm-hmm. if you could do that, that would be great because then that would help. Um, but a lot of the times they want to get the, they want to double dip. They want you to pay them. And then they also want commissions on the back end. And honestly, I have no issue with that. If they're bringing me sales, I'm not going to complain. And I'm sure if you paid more and said, Hey, I'll pay you $2,000 to use this link. I'm sure they would, but yeah. I, I, I've just let them choose their link. And it also helps increase my um, organic sales uh, the next day. And it helps me rank for other keywords, even though that URL wasn't necessarily a, a brand specific URL. Okay, cool, cool. Well, this is this is great, great stuff. You always bring the fire, so I, I appreciate that. Now, just in general, 2020, 
how did the uh, pandemic uh, affect your business? You know, some people, you know, sales went way up. You know, some people who were like obviously selling like airplane neck pillows or travel related stuff went way down. What about you? So that's kind of my biggest learning lesson of 2020 is we actually just purchased a house. It was on March 13th. It was Friday the 13th. I'll still remember this for the rest of my life. Uh, we closed on on our house and, uh, and that's when everything got shut down. And I'm thinking, uh, what am I going to do? Can I afford this? Is my business going to go to uh, the pot? And I was stressed. And for the first uh, few days, my sales were super slow. And I was like, man, this is not good. I, I got to figure something out. And so I ended up going and, and getting creative and mm-hmm. things got shut down and I was willing to pivot. And I ended up doing Merchant Fulfilled for almost two months uh, because with, the, with, with Amazon only shipping the household essentials, yep, yep. I had to make that pivot. And as soon as I made that pivot, that, that pivot and started shipping out orders myself, I mean, it sucked. I was working probably four hours a day with me, my wife and my mom. I'm, I, I love my wife and my mom. They, they were, uh, they were with me every step of the way, uh, helping me fulfill orders. Cause if I had to do it myself, there's no possible way. I, I mean, I was getting two to 400 orders a day trying to fulfill that all myself. It just was not possible. And as soon as I made that pivot, my sales just boomed. I mean, I think I, I don't know the exact numbers. I wish I could pull it up real quick, but uh, March, I can't remember what I did, maybe 50, 60,000. And then the next month, as soon as I made that pivot, I did over $130,000 that month, almost doing all merchant fulfilled. You had your factory send you the product directly or, or, or how, how did you even get it in your house? Yeah, I, I had a, my, uh, my suppliers send it to my house and uh, luckily my suppliers were still running and I was able to get uh, a lot of inventory quick. And mm-hmm. then I just started fulfilling myself and then by kind of July, so it was basically April and May uh, and then part of June, but by July I was back to normal, not fulfilling my orders. Um, but that's kind of what I had to do. And that's was the biggest effect in 2020, but it, I was able to grow my business even more than I did the previous year because I was willing to make that sacrifice and willing to do what other people aren't willing to do. And and now is your product like small under a pound or it is, it, it, it was a super small product and, uh, that particular product to kind of fit, um, inside, I guess the pandemic, uh, limits. Um, yeah. I'm, uh, I was one of the very first people to start selling this particular product. Um, you're probably familiar with, uh, a lot of these products. I'm actually not selling um, them anymore, but they were, uh, face masks, uh, lanyards and face mask cases. Oh, okay. And I absolutely crushed it for, uh, like three, four months. Yeah. And then it just kind of got really, really competitive and I moved on. So I made okay. a lot of money. Uh, got out and uh, that was kind of the pivot that I had to make. Okay. So then being, being smaller items, uh, you were using then the postal, the postal system, I would uh, assume yep, too. I was. To, and how did, did you use like the, you know, did you buy it from Amazon, the, the postage you use stamps.com or how, I actually how, did, how did you all, print all those labels? Uh, all the labels I purchased through Amazon, they have great rates. I, I didn't mm-hmm. feel the need to go anywhere else. And yeah. it was it was easy. I clicked a few buttons, and I had my label printer, and I was printing and, and selling orders, and it was super easy. 
Yeah. Okay. Cool. So it sounds like me and back in the old days, like in 2015, that was one of my first starts. You know, I was working for a company and we were we were doing like you know three to six hundred items a day, and that was like that was their main business model. They actually did that more than FBA. So like we they actually bought this like it's like a fifteen twenty thousand dollar machine where it was it was phone cases, so it was still small, kind of like your things. Uh-huh. And then it was super cool. Like it connected to Amazon. And then not only, it wasn't just that it printed the, the label, it, it it opened up a bag, like it, it was a, a bag feeder and it opened it up. It printed the label right on the bag. And then I dropped the product in and then I, I like do a pedal with my foot to like close it and it heat seals it. I mean, it was, I could oh, do like cool. 400 items in like one hour. It was insane. <laughs> but they, guess what guys, you know, the people who, 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 who could pivot like that, are the ones who are crushing it, especially during the pandemic. And, you know, we don't know what's going to happen in 2021. You know, now, every you know, the pandemic, you know, might be coming under control in the next couple of months. People get vaccinated. We, we have no idea what, what the future holds, but who knows what, what could happen in the future where, where uh, Amazon just says, you know what, we can't accept new products. Or, you know, what if this thing about the 200 quantity limits persist? Well, guess what, guys? You know, you, you can't replenish fast enough just relying on FBA. You've got to be able to, to do stuff like like Trevin did and be able to fulfill it uh, fulfill it on your own, so that's very uh, yeah. Interesting. And that's another big thing that I had to to pivot with is that two hundred limit. I was kind of exhausted of fulfilling my own orders, and I'm sure I could have done a three PL and I could have hired a team, uh, and and I could have done that. But with this two hundred limit, now my strategy is even more different than it was um, six months ago. And so yeah. every I, I mean Amazon is always rolling out with different changes, different limitations. Um, or there's new restrictions, and and that's kind of the name of the game with Amazon. You just got to roll with the punches. You got to be willing to adapt and adjust. And if you can do that, you're going to succeed with Amazon. All right, guys, quick break from this episode for the BTS. Remember that can mean anything you want it to be. Bradley's thirty seconds, or if you're an NBA fan, maybe it's the Bucks, Timberwolves, Spurs. Whatever it is, here is my thirty second tip of the episode. If you're creating an FBA listing. All right, so fulfilled by Amazon, not that you're going to be fulfilling by yourself. Always make sure in the edit listing to turn on the gift message available and gift wrap available. This costs you nothing, but what happens is is if somebody wants to make this a gift, they're going to see that as an option where they can pay Amazon like five bucks or eight bucks or whatever it is in order to gift wrap or put a gift message. Again, costs you nothing. Uh, Amazon charges them directly, but sometimes that could be the difference of you getting the sale or one of your competitors getting the sale. Now, let's just take a a quick pause from, from the strategy. We'll definitely come back to that. But, I, you know, you've mentioned a couple of things, you know, Tesla, brand new house, et cetera, et cetera. Talk a little bit more about other things like how has uh, selling on Amazon and uh, what you've built kind of change your life. What are some things that you did in 2020 that, you know, probably five years ago, you're, you're like, there's no way I would be doing that five years from now. I mean, it's looking back on it. It's like, I get the chills thinking about how far I've come in just a short three years. It's, it's insane what uh, hard work, dedication, persistence, discipline can do for you. And if you just put your head down and, and get to work, you can turn your dreams into a reality. In 2020, um, uh, that first week, I was a little scared. But after that, I mean, I was making more money than I've ever made in my entire life. And it was absolutely game-changing. And honestly, uh, come July, all of July and part of August, so for almost 45 days, I went mm-hmm. out, bought a brand new truck, and I went fishing almost every single day. 
So I just lived my dream and I love fishing and that's what I decided to do. And, uh, I also, uh, uh, in between fishing, I would go golfing, but that's what allowed, that's it, the time freedom that I have because of my Amazon business and the money that I've been able to generate has enabled me to basically go out and do things that I absolutely love doing. And those were some of the best memories that I created in 2020. And I'll always be forever grateful for uh, Amazon and the platform that it's given me to build a business that has completely changed my life. So um, I can only speak uh, good for the things that, that I've been able to do. And it's all because of Amazon. Nice, nice. Now, I mean, you obviously mentioned utilizing uh, family labor <laughs> with your wife and, and mom <laughs> yeah. for, for packaging, but... But just in general, like, have you hired, like, do you have any full-time employees? Do you have any part-time employees? Do you have virtual assistants? Like, who's helping you day-to-day -day on the business so that you can just go, you know, go take a fishing trip and do things like that? For sure. And that, and that's something uh, really important uh, for people to, to realize is there's a lot of things that you can outsource and have somebody else do for you. So you aren't having to do the little tiny tasks that are just tedious and annoying and a few of those things that I outsourced and, and hired was a videographer. So I have a full-time videographer that edits all of my videos. And that alone saves me probably 15, 20 hours a week minimum. Did you bring somebody out like the I, last I time did, you were on the and, and that was a good buddy of mine. And and I basically just paid him to come with me at that time. Oh, I okay. Not, no. have a I was like, this Trevin, he, he's got like his own entourage here. <laughs> like it's like reality TV being filmed while we're recording the podcast. I remember that. Yeah. So I, I brought him out because th th there's a, things that I'm just not good at. And one of them is editing. And that's mm -hmm. something that I had to outsource. And uh, for the first, I want to say year and a half, two years, I edited every single video and I didn't get better at it. I sucked. And so that's when I decided to outsource somebody to edit my videos. And that saved me a lot of time. Another thing that stressed me out in 2019 and uh, also, actually it was mainly 2019, was my bookkeeping. Mm -hmm. I was just, mm, I, I had yeah. no idea what I was doing. Taxes, I had no idea. I, I kind of got screwed because I, I was dumb and I didn't seek for help. And I just thought that I could do everything on my own. And I didn't manage my books very well. And I ended up paying the price at the end of the year, trying to backtrack and calculate all my expenses and whatnot. And so in yeah. 2020, I decided to hire a full-time bookkeeper to manage everything for me. So now I actually have uh, four bookkeepers that manage all four of my different businesses. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. Now, one thing, speaking of different businesses, I know in Amazon itself, you mentioned that you even have like a couple different accounts. So what motivated you to have two different accounts? And then did you do it through Amazon or are you keeping them like completely uh, separate? So a lot of people ask me this and the number one question is, oh, that's against terms of service. And it's not. If you do it right and you get approved by Amazon and you have mm -hmm, a legitimate mm -hmm. business reason, you open up a new LLC, a new bank account, the products are separate, it's a different brand, and there's a business reason behind it, you can open up a second account. Now, not everybody can just go open up 500 uh, accounts. Like if you just opened up a, a brand new account 30 days ago and you go try to open up a second and a third one, Amazon's going to see something fishy about that. But I had had my account for, it was almost two years and I had really good credibility on that account. And so requesting for a second one, I got the stamp of approval from Amazon. And so I, I opened up that second account and that... Uh, 
there's a few reasons why I decided to open up the second account. The first one was I wanted to kind of diversify my portfolio. I, I kind of stressed about what, what happens if one product gets shut down or if I do something wrong. And that was me just being stupid back then. If you just abide by Amazon's rules, your Amazon account is not just going to get shut down randomly. Uh, back then, I was really concerned about that. Now, I don't even ever worry about it because I don't play in that gray area. So that was the yeah. main reason. And then the second reason is a lot of people, uh, I, I have a YouTube channel, as you guys know, I, I teach people how to sell on Amazon. A lot of people were like, well, you started back in, uh, it was end of 2017, 2018. You got lucky. I don't think you can actually build a business. And so what I decided to do was open up a brand new account from scratch and show people that, hey, I can start on a budget and grow it to six figures with the knowledge that I know now. And I was able to do that in the first year of uh, the first year of opening up that account. So those were like two main reasons um, that I opened up the the second account. Okay. All right. Cool. Now another question um, I had. You know, you obviously since day one. I remember when you were just getting started. You know, uh, Helium Tens obviously played a big role in your Amazon business. Like, is it, you? We came out with tons of different things uh, last year, be it the ads tool for PPC or inventory management or, or new filters for product research or keyword research. Like if you were to pick this like one or two things that is newer from Helium 10 that really, you know, helped you uh, either in your research or your maintenance or whatever, what do you think that would be? It would be, uh, uh, this is an easy one. It's the black box keyword uh, product research tool. Ah, yeah. That is by far the best uh, tool to do product research hands down. And that has helped me find more products than I know what to do with. <laughs> okay, cool, cool. Uh, speaking of which, uh, how many products did you launch last year? Dude, I, I, lose, I lose count. I need to go back and, and look at them. But uh, between, I, I do know between August uh, 2020 to uh, the end of November, I launched six products in that span. And uh, all of them are doing fantastic. And then obviously before... With the uh, with the pandemic, I launched a few products uh, in between there, doing merchant fulfilled, like I like I talked about. So I, I would say I launched at least uh, twelve uh, new different products in twenty twenty. Okay, and what uh, were were there any that you did that you know were because of that like Instagram hack that that you you told us about earlier in the episode, or, or what's like your do you have a go-to product research strategy? Like this is the same way you always use or, or is it a variety of different things you're doing? Uh, it's a it's a variety. And anytime I see something that catches my attention, uh, like how my brain works is it doesn't ever stop. So 24-7, I'm always thinking about products that I could potentially la launch and different ways to finding products. And so basically just throughout my day-to-day -day life, I'm always thinking about that. So there's not just one Thing that I do every single time to find my products. It's kind of a mix of everything, but I would say between uh, TikTok, Instagram, and then the black box, those are where a lot of ideas come from. I mean, you get uh, tons of ads of people drop shipping, and a lot of times those drop shipping products are trendy before they're trendy on Amazon. And so you can mm -hmm. get an ad and then you can be like, hey, how can I do this on Amazon, but do it even better? And so different things like that is how I go about it. Okay, excellent, excellent. Any unique PPC strategies that, that you're doing? I mean, they're, they're, I think everybody knows that there's no, there's not just one exact blueprint for, for success with PPC. It's, it's an it's a animal that 
that performs in different ways in different accounts and different products. But was there anything that you tried in 2020 that you're like, wow, this this was really worked out for me? Honestly, PPC is is one of those tricky things. And in 2020, I tried five million different softwares. <laughs> I tried automation softwares. Mm-hmm. And there's not really a solution to the answer. It's just more testing and, and trying and some works and some doesn't. But I will say the the biggest thing that has changed my PPC campaigns is brand video ads. Mm. Every time I run a video PPC ad, they get the best uh, ACOS and they drive the most sales, period. So if you're brand registered and you don't have video ads running, you probably should consider doing that. So is that like a, a, one of the things that your um, that your uh, videographer is doing for you? Yes. So I I, I have a um, that's actually a separate videographer. My full time videographer does my YouTube videos, and then I, I have a good buddy of mine that I went to high school with that is very talented with uh, video that I've been paying uh, to do my product videos, and that has really changed my PPC game. I was mm-hmm. sometimes struggling some months. It was insane. Like I was super profitable. My ACOS is super low, but then other months it's like, ah, it's just not as good. But as soon as I turned on these uh, these video ads, it didn't matter what time or how much or what keyword I targeted, they always converted. Okay, cool. So what's, in, I mean, you know, you don't have to give us your exact uh, blueprint, but what are some of the high level things as far as your strategy for video ads? Like, like, do you have a certain target as far as length goes? Do you do anything in the beginning of the video to like really get people's attention? Or, you know, is it, you know, I've seen some, some ones out there that they just put a, a product like on this pedestal that turns around 300, like, like, what what do you call those things? Lazy Susans, you know, or whatever it is. And and then, and then that's it. Or, you know, other people just basically, it's like a slideshow of just images, you know, from from the list. Slideshow with images. I've done that and Mm -hmm. they work great. (laughs) Okay. You have a slideshow with images with a, uh, a music and overlay text. Those actually perform really well because what happens is when they're scrolling, they're not necessarily listening uh, some have their volume on. So that would be a big tip that I have is make sure that you have text that people can read easily because as they're scrolling, they're like, oh, this is the perfect thing that I'm looking for. And then they continue to watch and a slideshow with overlay text is super easy to follow. So those actually work really well. And I actually have quite a few video ads with simple slideshow videos um, that you can go create or even on Fiverr, you can pay somebody five, 10 bucks to create a, a slideshow video ad for you. Cool. Uh, there's one thing that I've been. Tr- I saw once, like when this first came out, like maybe nine months ago or a year ago, whenever whenever sponsored video ads came out, and I can I've never been able to find it. Again. Maybe, maybe it's like not, you know, it, maybe it's against terms of service or something. That's why it's not there. But it really caught my attention. I was just browsing a uh, you know keyword, and then you know I'm scrolling, and then it looked like you know uh, uh just like a search result uh you know listing, but then like. I forgot if it was a dog or something like popped up out of nowhere. Like, like, so what happened was they took like a screenshot of what an Amazon listing search result would look like. So that's what you thought that you're just scrolling through the search results, but, but it was really a video. And then like, it just like shocked me. I was like, what this dog, like, you know, came <laughs> yeah, out of this Amazon yeah, listing. I, I was like, that, that is before. genius. So I got to find, I got to find that. So if anybody knows where that is, let me know. Yeah, because... I haven't seen anything like that before. Okay, cool, cool. All right, what's what's on the agenda for you uh, in 2021? You know, it's obviously still pretty early. You, you you hit your goals last year. You know, once you get to this kind of level, you know, sometimes it might be a little bit uh, difficult to think. You know, like the the big uh, 
you know, thing that people are looking for is like, hey, I want to hit seven figures. Well, well, you've done that already. So so how do you keep setting goals for yourself so that you, you don't get complacent in your business? So if anybody knows me, I can't sit still. I'm a, I, I consider myself a serial entrepreneur, always looking for new opportunities. And sometimes it hurts me. Sometimes it's good. So I am involved in a lot of different businesses. Obviously, I have my two Amazon accounts and my in 2021, my second Amazon account, I am very focused on growing. I have four products in the pipeline that I'm looking to launch on that. So I'm excited to grow that one. I'd love to hit seven figures on my second account this year. Um, obviously, with TikTok growing, I'm dedicating a lot of my time on TikTok just because I have a lot of traction. And then I actually started... Uh, it's been like a month ago or so. I actually started my first software company with two of my business partners, and it's kind of related to the Amazon space, but not really. It's uh, it's called Course Ranks. It's a review platform for online courses. So, cons- like, think of Yelp, where you mm-hmm. want to look for a restaurant, you go to Yelp and you read the different reviews and you see what's going on. You go to Amazon, you read the different product reviews, you see what product is good. That's the same exact thing that we're trying to do with online courses because. There's not really a one place where you can go to get this information. And I absolutely love courses, but you just need to make sure that you get the right course from the right source. And I use the analogy of rate my professor. I went to school only for a year, but I I lasted a year. And every time I used rate my professor and I found a good professor with a good rating, I thoroughly enjoyed that class. But when I found a professor that had a bad rating and I had to take that class, that class sucked. And so that was kind of the thought process is why is there not something like that for online courses? And so that's uh, a huge project in, uh, project in 2021 uh, that I'm really excited and optimistic about. So that's kind of what I'm up to in 2021. So uh, it's, it's a lot. <laughs> okay, cool. Any cool uh, success stories from any of your students? I remember I went to, uh, uh, I was in Salt Lake and so I did uh, a meetup there like last second at of course my favorite restaurant in in the western states uh um the red iguana yep and and it, uh, somebody who came up a helium 10 user it was one of like one of your buddies it was actually uh he plays for like real salt lake or or some major league yep, soccer well, team or something like that went to school with you or something but like you know so so he's like yeah yeah, yeah. My, my my buddy told me about amazon but but from him or or anybody else like any cool stories to 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 relate about a a a student who has really started crushing it and came from nowhere? Yes. So uh, he, yeah, he's a good buddy of mine and he's actually now working for an Amazon agency. So me introducing him to Amazon then got him in the foot to uh, a job that he absolutely loves. So that's super fun to introduce people to the space and then them learn the process and then have success in their field. Another student, I had a coaching call on a Saturday morning and this couple, they're from California and they're absolutely crushing it. They have two products and they kind of had to do the same exact thing that I had to do. They had to adjust and adapt because with the 200 unit limit, uh, they were selling they were selling 100 units a day of one particular product and they're selling it for 25 bucks. I mean, they're they're absolutely crushing it. And then not to mention their second uh, their other product that they have that's doing another 25 to 50 units a day. And so like these students of mine they're, they're doing more in revenue than I am. And I'm like, this is incredible. <laughs> and so hearing stories like that, seeing people go from absolutely nothing mm-hmm. to, I mean, doing over three, $4,000 in sales a day, even in 
the uh, 2021 Q1, like that's just mind blowing. So it's it's super that's awesome cool to see uh, stories like that, and um, they're they're not common. I'll be 100 percent honest that yeah. not every single student will come up and and do five thousand dollars a day, yeah. but hearing stories like that and even getting stories of people doing 250 or $500 a day, that gets me excited. Super cool. Super cool. Now you, you've been giving us a, a lot of different strategies and things uh, throughout this whole episode, but you know, something that you were one of the first ones to, to start this last year, you were one of the first ones when we started this new feature that we call the, or the TST 30 second tip. So what is uh, something that you haven't mentioned today or in the last episode that you can say in 30 seconds or less, that's going to be a great strategy for our Amazon seller listeners out there. there. At the end of the day, there's 5 million different tips. There's different strategies. There's different hacks. They're all great, but it all comes down to whether or not you take action. And I've seen this time and time and time again. People will listen to these podcasts. People will listen to YouTube videos and they'll have all the information, but they won't take action on it. And so as silly and as stupid as that little tip is, if you aren't willing to take action, don't expect anything, don't expect to change. And that would be my biggest tip is 2021. You can't be scared. You just got to go out and make it happen. And if you can do that, uh, you can for sure uh, turn Amazon into uh, a full-time business, uh, a side hustle, whatever the case is. So that would be uh, a little tip. But on the Amazon side, just briefly, I would say invest in uh, brand registry and product images. Those are super crucial to optimize your listing. I mean, your images, that's the first thing a customer sees when they're scrolling on the page. And if you don't have good professional images, then you're basically setting yourself up for failure. I mean, I've seen people spend three, $4,000 on a product. They spend another $1,000 in launch, but they're scared to spend $300 to get professional product images. If that's you, you need to... Uh, Get your priorities right, get professional images, and then with a brand registry, you'll be able to even improve that listing that much more with the A-plus content. So that's what I would do. Cool, cool. Excellent, excellent. All right, so like, how can people find you on the interwebs? Like, Maybe they want to check out your TikTok or, or see about you know, your coaching and, and courses that you do, things like that. How can they, how can they find you? Uh, if you go search on Instagram, Trevin Peterson, it's just at Trevin Peterson for all my social media handles. I actually finally got that change. That is uh, something that I've been working on getting. It used to be Trevin.Peterson, but I finally got the Instagram uh, username without the period. So it's just Trevin Peterson. And then on TikTok, it's Trevin Peterson. On YouTube, it's just Trevin Peterson as well. So you can find me easily on all of the different social media platforms. Awesome, awesome. Trevin, thank you so much for joining us. You, you've brought a, a lot of great strategies and we'll see you uh, probably in, hopefully in uh, 2022. And let's see uh, what cool and new and exciting things you've uh, done this year. Awesome, thank you.